Hello, everybody. Um, Simon Lewis here from Members Only, and we're we're filming today as part of the Recruitment Supplier Showcase 2020. Um, absolutely impromptu session this with the, the wonderful Rebecca Shannon, who reached out and said, "Any chance we could have a little chat today about leadership?" And of course, it's a subject close to my heart, so I leapt at the opportunity. So we're going to be discussing really, really loosely. Um, Subjects around being fit for purpose um, and also be your own leadership uh, or be your own coach. Mm -hmm. So uh, really, really loose and really, really informal. But uh, Rebecca, give us an intro. Uh, fab. Hi, thanks, uh, Simon. Always, always good to join you for, for a bit of a chat over lunch. Um, so um, I'm Rebecca from Compliment Coaching. Some of the guys that are tuning in will have, will have met me before or uh, heard some of our conversations before. But basically, I work as a, as a coach for recruitment leaders, business leaders, entrepreneurs, individuals who want to make a, a difference in the world, want to make an impact in the world. So that's kind of what I do day to day. And we were talking the other day about, um, you know, uh, being your own best coach and, and, I, and I sort of went away and thought about it done a few chats about it before and I read a great article that talked about being fit for purpose which if we think about getting fit in a physical sense we'll go and get coaches for that you know if you think about top top athletes they'll have coaches that that help them get fit and all different types of coaches and it just got me thinking about our conversation about what being fit for purpose in a leadership sense meant so that's kind of where, where, where I got to with it. Okay, great. So, um, you know, leadership, I, I think what we've learned over the last six to seven months, I mean, and when I say learn, it's been accentuated over mm -hmm. the last six or seven months, is how um, there are so many different forms and types of leadership. Um, yep. And, you know, it is in many regards very subjective. And, you know, you could delve into this, as I know you do as part of your um as part of your coaching in so many different ways but yep. i think right now it's more prevalent and prominent than it's ever been in terms of what it takes to be a leader but also what do you do when you're leading yourself because leadership's quite a lonely existence um isn't it and particularly in recruitment and um, where we're obviously relating these sessions to and I, I should imagine there are a lot of leaders who have just felt almost bereft um, of company potentially bereft of people to speak with um, and you know there is only so much you can just keep going on isn't there just keep going just keep doing the thing before you kind of wear yourself out I know this is a subject really close to your heart so I think in keeping with what we're we're trying to achieve throughout the course of this um, sort of you know the, the, the supplier showcase is around um, what makes great leadership but also, more importantly, what can we do as individuals to ensure that we are good leaders? And, and this is recreationally as well as commercially. Absolutely, yeah. And I think my view on this, as you know, we've spoken many times, is that it's holistic. You know, we're not leaders and then we go home and we do something else, right? You know, it's, it, you know, that it's not compartmentalised. So whenever I talk about good leadership, it's leadership in every aspect of our life. Um, and I think, um, you know, you're right, what has accentuated over the last six months is how important it is that we look after ourselves as leaders, that we are sustainable leaders, because if we're leading, whatever we're leading, whether we're leading a team, a business, um, uh, just our own lives, other people depend on us then. So, you know, to be able to look after ourselves and be sustainable is really important. Um, and, and then it comes to this, uh, this idea, it brings in this idea of fit for, per fit for purpose. 
um, as a leader. And what we've seen over the last you know six months in particular is that um, what what is needed from a from a from a leadership perspective has changed. You know, literally overnight in some cases. You know, many cases, and then over a sustained period of time. And we're back now at the moment to feeling like what's coming next, you know, and most of the conversations I've had with recruitment leaders in and lots of the forums that I've been um, speaking to is around as leaders, it's very lonely, you know, and, and who do we go to? Um, so one of the things I would say is about being your own best coach is yes, how can we be our own best coach, but also do reach out and get support. Um, you know, as I say, top flight athletes, if we go back to our sporting analogy, have many coaches around them looking after different aspects of their health of their fitness of their agility of their speed of their diet all these different things and they they go out and seek those and get that support there to mean that when they show up to run the race or to play the game or whatever it is that they're doing they are fit for that game um, and that's the other thing that I think's changed that purpose you know if you go if you're going to be a uh, long distance runner the kind of coaching that you will need, the kind of fitness where you will need is very different to a sprinter, right? So your how you get fit for that particular race is going to change. And I think that's the other thing. The race has changed a little bit for lots of people over the last few months, right? So one of the things about um, being um, your own best coach is identifying really specifically, what is the purpose? What are you trying to achieve right now? And therefore, then you relate it back to, okay, so how do I get fit for this, right? So at the moment, we're, we're all sort of facing the unpredictability again of what's going to be happening over the winter. So we've got a winter where, you know, we are, um, what the purpose is how do, how do we sustain and keep our businesses going during the winter months, right? With all the uncertainty around that, but also the usual things that is, there are shorter days everyone feels differently in the in the winter than they do in the summer right you know that impacts us more than we realize a lot of the time. absolutely yeah and I'm, I'm i'm on site i'm with the client today and it's one of the first things we talked about was the fact that suddenly we're in winter you know the days are shorter that you know it's darker the weather's shit sorry can i swear sorry should have asked of course you can um, <laughs> the audience rebecca i'm sure it's fine oh yeah that's true yeah yeah <laughs> i'll carry on and that was good swearing as well um <laughs> Yeah, so that has a really big impact on us, right? So the being the, the leader who's fit for the purpose for the next few months is how do we sustain and keep our teams motivated? How do we keep them engaged? How do we keep them committed to what it is that we're doing? That starts with us. So how do we be our own best coach in that? So one of the things is um, about, so there was four simple steps I wanted to talk about, if that's all right. Um, yeah, that's I, could talk, I could talk about this for hours, as you know, but to keep it within the, the lunchtime slot, there were four steps. So the first one is, and this again, if you keep, if you, in your mind, if you keep related to a sports person, you know, because that's somewhere where we're used to coaching being, you know, happening all the time. So whatever's your sport, think about, you know, a player or a, um, a sportsman and kind of align it with that is you would spend time. So step one is you would spend time honestly assessing your own strengths and weaknesses. Okay. Now, the great thing about these steps is you can apply them to yourself. And then you can go and apply them to your leadership team, if you've got a leadership team, and then to your teams, and then to your business. So these are four steps that you can use in all of those scenarios. Um, so what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? A sports person will always do that. They, you know, if you've got, there's a famous story about David Beckham, isn't there, about learning to take penalties. 
You know, it wasn't one of his natural strengths, believe it or not. So what he did was he identified it wasn't a strength and then he went and learned it and he practiced it and he practiced it and he practiced it until he was really good at it. Until if he stepped up to take a penalty, the chance of him scoring were 80, 90 percent rather than 20, 30 percent. Right. So it's, it's thinking about it like that. So what are your strengths? What are you good at? What would you get better at? And to change something about yourself then is you've got to identify what is the problem and what are you going to do about it? Yeah. So the, but the first step is identifying it, assessing it and understanding it. Um, so if you, and a good thing to do with this is ask other people, you know, ask your teams, ask your peers, ask within, you know, your membership, membership group is if you were going to ask other people, get them to tell you what you think they think your top three strengths are. Get them to tell you what um, your top, what your weaknesses are, what your three weaknesses are. Get other people to relate back to you, yeah? And then also the other one that I think is a really good one to ask is what are your biggest fears? So this is again one of your, you know, because these will show up in your strengths and weaknesses and how willing you are to look at them. So what are your three top strengths? What are your three weaknesses? And what are your three fears? Yeah, and that's that's the first step. So get really clear on them. And you can see how you could use this with your team as well, right? Then once you know what you're good at and what you need to get better at is then put it into context. So this is the purpose bit. What are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? Yeah, and get really clear on that. Yeah, so what is it you want to improve? You know, what, what, what are your goals that you want to achieve in your business, in your own leadership, for your teams, whatever the, the context is, but get really clear on identifying what your goals are. Um, and... Uh, the questions to ask here, or when you've set your goals, sorry, is get specific with them. You know, we know this old smart idea of goal setting, right? Okay, it's really old fashioned, but actually it works. You know, it does need to be specific. You do need to be able to measure it. You need to be able to articulate what it is, etc. Right? Okay, realistic and, and time driven. Okay, and then notice how you how you frame those goals. And this is the, the bit that the coaching bit. And if you were working with a coach, which I highly recommend, by the way, but if you were working with a coach is they would ask you to do this is how you frame it. So it's not I want to. It's I will. Yeah. So if you're setting your goals for, you know, yourself, um, it will be I will do this. You know, you and I have talked about this in terms of breaking bad habits as well. You know, I, you know, how we how we frame that. Um, it's really important psychologically to change it from something you want to do and something you will do. Yeah. Um, so that's step two. If I'm going too fast, Simon, or if, if there are questions that you have, please chip in. No, no, no. I'll reserve them all for the end, Rebecca. I'm listening. I'm learning. But you know, yeah, I, but I, I, I get it though. It's um, that the frame is just it's word association also, isn't it? And, and what that the, the, the connotation of the word that you're using and will is obviously much more um, affirmative than um, would, would like to or could or, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I will. Um, and I use a technique uh, in the coaching around visualisation, which is we're already there. So if I'm talking to a client about what their goals are, we actually go there. And this, again, is a, you know, sports, sports people do this all the time. They're already, you know, they visualize themselves on the podium collecting the gold medal. That's where they start. Right. And then they work back from that. So I will actually go with people. OK, if your goal is to, you know, to to be set up your successful business or to increase your your revenue, what will it feel like when you're there? 
who will be around you, what will you be doing, um, you know, will you be out on a night out, hopefully with other people, um, you know, clinking champagne glasses or whatever it might be, and get them to actually really visualise and feel what it will be like to get there, and that's really powerful, as well as those associated words where you say, I, I am, I, you know, it's not even just I will, it's I am, I'm already there, I've already done it, and that is really powerful to do that, and if anyone wants to explore visualisation with me, um, let me know. So that's step two. So we now know we now know our strengths and weaknesses and we've got really clear on them. We've shone a light on them. We know that we need to look at those. We've got really clear on our goals. We're already there. We know what it feels like. We're talking in really positive um, language around I will, I am. Um, then what we need to do is as we start moving towards that is record your progress. So and this is where working with a coach is really good, but you can do this for yourself is to be held accountable. Yeah. So it's checking in. You've got your goals figured out is start recording how you're doing so we can you can use journals for this you can actually sort of write you know how you're getting on which is a really powerful way of doing it again it helps you bring you into the present of what you are doing but if not just get it written up somewhere you know again it's quite old school really in recruitment we've done this for years what's on the board what's our revenue targets etc but do this for yourself as well record it somewhere and then commit to what change you're going to make towards it each each day each week each hour if you want to and record the progress you're making yeah so you can visually see it yeah, yeah. i always think about when i think about this i think about you know you and you and i are about the same age um blue peter when they used to do the um you know the charity things and they'd have the big thermometer wouldn't they and each week you'd see it filling up it's kind of like that right it's a really good way you might be younger than me so it's a really good way of... I, know, I know what you're talking about uh, and there's a name they used to use for it as well and i can't remember it's like something a meter yes right? uh, exactly. whatever the word was before a meter after they'd made something out with uh, you know plastic bags and toilet <laughs> rolls um, yeah, exactly yeah uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, so so it's it's a constant reminder. It's, it's here's where we are, here's, here's where we were last week. Now here's where we are, and it's yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. visual, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Really and, and I think that's the problem uh, with recruit not recruitment in ordinary times in inverted commas because mm -hmm. actually um, yeah, you you can see it. But right now, and this is about how do you measure success now? Um, yep. Yep. And what what you know what represents success? And we had. Um, a session the other week where it was about just asking different questions now because we need to those those questions around well how much how much sales have you done this week yeah how many clients have you, have, have you spoken to how many candidates have you, they're, they're different questions now um and that that success measurement is entirely different isn't it so having Absolutely. that barometer it wasn't a barometer but i was nearly there with something yep. meter, uh, is is really it's really crucial yeah i mean some of the things like you know um great visualization is things like you know if i if i hit my goals then i will go on a holiday to st lucia right let's say it's a favorite place of mine is actually do you know you know you could do it like the thermometer or you do it where you track you know on a map how far you've got towards that goal of being able to do it and that's another way it's whatever works for you so whatever whatever visualizations come up for you is then how do you track your progress again there and like you say what those measures of success might be are less traditional now you know but measuring them acknowledging them and seeing how near you're getting to them is as important as if they're pound signs right to keep us motivated um, and to hold us accountable to what we're doing and also to to experiment then what's working what's not okay so i'm not getting near in my target so then it goes back to okay what am i doing well 
what isn't working so well and adjusting yeah um which comes back to step four which is exactly that is assess your results now you can see where you are now i need to assess them and go what's working what's not working and what are some different approaches i can try as well because one of the things and again i think this has been so so apparent over the last few months is we have to constantly be learning unlearning and relearning yeah so and learning different approaches so as you can see your progress if you're not getting it along there as, as fast as you'd like or as um getting as far as you'd like is okay what, what can i do differently and again that that goes back to step one which is what's what am i good at what aren't i good at and how can i do things differently um and then you know underlying all of those four steps is the most important thing about being your own best coach is your mindset okay is getting um that is going to determine whether you're successful or not it is always around mindset and if you're working with a coach that's what they're going to be really focusing on is where is your mindset at things yeah. like have you got a a growth mindset yeah or have you got a closed mindset have you got an abundance mindset which is there will always be opportunities or have you got a fixed or a scarcity mindset where it's it's fear based if i don't get this there's nothing else right so really looking at your own mindset and getting clear again am i good at being um open and, and looking at this from a growth and opportunity point of view or do i tend to close things down and feel fearful and scared uh, and like the scarcity being really honest about that and then trying to find ways of of um you know changing your mindset spend time with people who've got growth mindsets is a great way of, of adapting a, or adopting a growth mindset yourself um and not spending time with people who drain it or have a very negative or a closed mindset so if you've got yeah. those people around you you know either you need to have a conversation with them or actually you know step away and spend some time with some people like me and simon who've got a great growth and abundance mindset um and and get support right that's the other thing that underlines this is you know being your own coach is great but get help you know get mentors get coaches um set up some peer-to-peer -peer coaching sessions where you help each other get some i know you run lots of these you know some round table events some mastermind events bring in that support because we don't with none of this we can do on our own and it is it can be a very lonely um place when you're leading a business but actually it doesn't have to be if you go and find and invite in um people to help you um and coming back to the um coming back to the mindset thing i think and this is this is um you know if you are if you're going to take on coaching yourself follow those steps um but also underneath that understand that you are probably the person that's getting in your own way so getting really honest about your your own resistance your own weaknesses and strengths and going do you know what if i change this if i make one little small change every day i can get out of my own way and get the success i want that's a great place to start yeah it is um thank you uh for that. And, I, and i totally agree you know um and i think spending time with the people that have got a growth mindset is um is is if, and this, this is from our personal experience, um, having done that, it totally and utterly changed the way that, that I viewed things. And it opened up so much more than I thought. I'd always considered myself to have that sort of creative brain and that, that sort of, you know, that mindset. But there were, there were times where I was thinking, of maybe, you know, just, I hadn't realised that the reason why I wasn't fulfilling some things I wanted to do is because I was 
not with the right people thinking the right thinking the right way. Now, if I um, yeah, so I suppose to give some people listening the the, the real nugget, something I can do right now. Because if I'm a, if I'm listening, I'm thinking right, that's all great, but we're changing. The, the days that we that we live in now are changing yep. every time we wake up, right? Yep. So. <clears throat> The goal setting, you know, what, where are you going to be in three years' time? I mean, I don't even think that's a question anymore, is it? Um, and I couldn't even answer it when, when, when we were in this situation. But is that how do we do that? How do we, how do we, you know, you can't just adjust every single day, or else you won't ever achieve the goal. So what is, how do we actually cement something that even in a term, turmoil, you know, sort of hurricane type scenario, we can still yeah. achieve it? Well, I think the first thing is you said it there yourself, right? We've always lived in uncertain times, right? We ha we've had this conversation many times, right? You know, we just we just told ourselves a story. We made a story that made made us believe we knew what was happening tomorrow. The truth of it is we didn't, right? And we all learned that in March, right? Because we all thought we knew what we were going to do for the next three years, five years, ten years, and then suddenly overnight it changed, right? So that's the first thing to to recognise is we 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 make up these stories about the future. Um, so if we can make up the stories about the future anyway, whatever goes on day say, we can still do that, right? So um, yes, our goals setting might be more short term at the moment, right? And I think there is an acceptance that we may have to adjust them every day. And actually when this, this whole idea of visioning, so going to where you want to be, right? What, where you want to be, how it wants to feel and look around you doesn't have to be set in stone in terms of a timeline. OK, it, we will get there. I'm already there. I already know that this is going to happen. And then you come back from that plan. OK, what is the next step I need to take to make that happen? And actually, I was just talking to my client about this. If when we're trying to vision where we want to get to, we build in everything that could go wrong along the way or every bit of resistance we could get along the way, we'll never actually paint the picture of where we want to get to. So my advice on this is still do that. Still sit down and spend some time thinking about where do I want to get to? Forget what might happen along the way. Just where do I want to get to? Then work that back to, right, what's the next step I can take? And then you do have to build in a regular check-in of, okay, what's the, what's the terrain like at the moment? Okay, what do I need to adjust? What do I need to change? Which may be external factors, but maybe where you've realized I've tried this approach and it hasn't worked. So what do I need to do differently? And if you think about if, you, if you're working with a coach, same going back to the sports analogy, right? You work with them regularly. You have regular points where you go, okay, what, what's, what's happening in the world? What do I need to do? Again, think about the Olympics. People were planning for the Olympics. Sports people were planning for the Olympics years ago. Suddenly it's not there anymore. What are yeah. they doing, yeah. right? They've adjusted. They've looked at their training plan and gone, OK, so what, what is next? What, what, what will I be working on? And they adjust it and review it all the time and experiment and change things. That's what we have to do. It's what we've always needed to do. It's just the last six months have kind of smacked us in the face and, and made it really obvious that's what we need to do. So we can still plan for our goals, but build in the regular check-ins and assessments and, and, and then you know, have a look around what's going on. What do I need to change? What do I need to adapt? Rebecca, thank you. We've run out of time. Um, we are out so, of time. But, but do you know what? That's how quickly, how long? 20, 25 minutes? That's how quickly it goes, um, isn't it? It's just absolutely. So, so let's say, let's, let's, let's do this. We, you and I both like doing this. Let's summarize the three key words so that we can make sure this happens. So from today's session, 
three keywords that underpin how we can look after ourselves better and make ourselves better leaders. Three keywords: fit, get fit. Right, we'll have that as one word. That's two. Fit, um, purpose. Be be clear on what the purpose is. What are you trying to achieve? And then also, I think the other key word here uh, is is support. Find the right support. Um, at the right mindset around you and the right support that you need so if you're fit you know what your purpose is and you've got the support to do it if you think about good sports people again that's what they've got you will achieve what you want to achieve and and you'll be okay you know you'll be you'll be okay in the process which i think is the other thing that's really important yeah fit purpose support perfect rebecca shannon from compliment coaching been an absolute pleasure as it always is and i'll speak to you again very soon thanks simon take care bye-bye take care bye